1: That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
2: Tonight, a coast-to-coast winter storm brings the season's first significant snowfall to New York City and parts of the Northeast as a new system brings blizzard warnings to the West. Here are tonight's headlines. Over half a foot of snow in New England and still falling. The tri-state area has been snow starved. State of emergency for part of California.
3: The snow keeps coming down and the wind keeps picking up. A student loan plan worth billions of dollars is on the docket at the Supreme Court.
4: This is preventing people from doing what they have to do.
0: Pay bills, start families.
2: The Alec Murdoch trial turns testy in the courtroom as prosecutors recall several witnesses to the stand.
1: The state's position is let no dead horse go unbeaten. This has got to stop.
4: U.S. federal agencies have 30 days to delete TikTok from all government-issued devices. Republican lawmakers are looking to take this ban even further.
0: TikTok is a spy going into your phone.
4: The FAA is investigating a close call at Logan Airport.
0: And this is just the latest case of these close calls that have been popping up at airports across the country.
2: And a consumer alert, hundreds of thousands of Nissan SUVs recalled because the ignition could turn off while driving. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night tonight we continue our series on retirement with some important tips on how to get mentally prepared for your golden years plus how a jazz legend from New Orleans is inspiring the next generation to make sure the music never stops. But first, two major winter storm systems are blasting the U.S. from coast to coast on this final day of February. In the northeast, as much as seven to eight inches of snow was on the ground by morning in western Massachusetts, while Fairfield County, Connecticut, got more than a half foot. This was a second powerful storm. This, as a second powerful storm, I should say, moves into the western U.S., bringing blizzard warnings and dangerous travel conditions to California's Sierra Nevada. This latest system will move across the southern U.S. in the days ahead, and it is expected to turn into a severe weather threat later in the week. CBS's Errol Burnett will start us off tonight from West Hartford, Connecticut. Good evening, Errol.
5: Good evening, Nora. This city was slapped with more than six inches of snow, which meant that dozens of snow plows spent the day clearing roads and piling up the white stuff into mounds like you see behind me. Yes, it was manageable here. Still this late season chill was felt all over. This is like a dream come true for me. For many in New England, the overnight snowstorm was a welcome sight in what's been a mild winter. <laughs> To Mac Bellingrath, who owns a snow removal company, it simply meant relief after a long
1: season of struggle.
0: We've been waiting for this storm. Why is that? It's been a pretty tough winter, you
1: know, uh, just not having the snow, trying to keep the guys busy, trying to find odd jobs. New
5: York City escaped the brunt of the winter blast. Fewer than two inches of snow fell in Manhattan, turning the morning commute into a slushy mess. This driver losing control just north of the city. In Michigan, the cleanup continues from last week's ice storm. Thousands of homes have been without power for up to six days, including Varel Jackson's neighborhood near Detroit. Without a generator, he's using his stove for
1: heat. We have the burners on like in the day, like just before going to bed with the windows open and we cut them off. It's just a really cold morning waking up. Understand you're not supposed to have them on because of carbon monoxide. In Northern California, major
5: highways are shut down. A blizzard warning in effect through the night. Sacro Grey from our CBS Sacramento station is there.
3: It had already been an epic winter in the Sierra Nevada, and now even more extreme weather here in Pollock Pines, where this storm, this blizzard, could bring an additional seven new feet of snow.
5: And in Southern California, officials declared a state of emergency after an historic blizzard dumped eight feet of snow in the mountains northeast of Los Angeles, trapping residents and stranding motorists. I've only been waiting a short time. Uh, Other people have been waiting for three days. Now, melting snowpack and more heavy rains threaten to trigger dangerous mudslides. Now, the next danger here in the Northeast is the temperature. With the mercury dropping below freezing, it means that roads that otherwise might appear wet could be hiding black ice. So, Nora, drivers will need to move carefully.
2: Carol Burnett, thank you so much. With blizzard warnings up, where are these storms headed next? Meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel is tracking it for us. Good evening, Mike.
0: Nora, good evening to you. We've had our snow wrap up this evening across the northeast. Now, in some places, we did pick up some pretty decent snow totals, as much as a foot in Maine. And I know that's 1.8 inches doesn't look like that much in New York, but it was our biggest snow of the winter so far. There's always another storm to watch. Getting blasted with snow and rain in California. Flooding could be an issue in LA and San Diego. Two to four feet of snow in the Sierra Nevada and blizzard conditions there. A lot of snow coming for us in Flagstaff and across the four corners were another foot to foot and a half of snow is in our forecast and then a multi-day severe weather outbreak later in the week beginning Wednesday evening storms in the mid-south more storms for us going into Thursday a big tornado day we believe as well and storms wrap up on Friday Nora and all these locations flooding an ongoing concern as well.
2: Mike, thank you. Back here in Washington, President Biden's plan to forgive student loan debt for more than 40 million Americans is facing its toughest test yet, the Supreme Court. The justices heard arguments today on two different challenges brought by six Republican-led states and two student loan borrowers. CBS's Jan Crawford is outside the Supreme Court. (laughs)
3: students came to make their voices heard. It's a lot of anxiety and fear. 25 year old Janaya Moore would see about a third of her $70,000 student loan debt erased under President Biden's forgiveness plan.
6: I feel like my life is on the line if if
7: it doesn't get canceled.
3: She is one of 43 million people eligible for some student loan debt relief. Those making less than $125,000 a year could get $10,000 in debt forgiven. Those with Pell Grants could get $20,000 erased. But that comes at a cost, nearly half a trillion dollars. Critics say on an issue this big, Congress has to sign off. Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey is one of the state Republican leaders urging the court to kill the program. As
0: someone who paid for my school in blood, sweat, and tears and service to my nation, that's an issue that's near and dear to my heart. I'm confident the court will reach the right decision. A
3: confidence that was bolstered during three hours of arguments, as conservative justices seemed skeptical that President Biden could single-handedly forgive student debt for 95
0: percent of borrowers. I think most casual observers would say if you're going to give up that much amount of money, if you're going to affect the obligations of that many Americans on a subject that's of great controversy they would think that's something for Congress to act on.
3: But liberal justices said the law gave the administration power to act during national emergencies like COVID.
7: There's a
6: 50 million students who are, uh, will benefit from this, who today will struggle
3: but the Republican leaders who are fighting to stop the Biden plan say all that debt cancellation will cost their states money. A decision in this case is expected by the end of June. Nora.
2: Many people watching that, Jan Crawford. Thank you so much. Well, tonight, the FAA has launched an investigation into yet another near collision of two aircraft, this one at Bo- Boston Logan International Airport. CBS's Lilia Luciano reports this is the fifth such incident this year.
4: Another close call at one of the nation's major airports. This one between a JetBlue commercial plane only moments away from landing in Boston when a private jet passed onto the runway and took off without clearance. The FAA is blaming the charter flight's pilot, saying the tower told the pilot to wait short of the runway. FlightAware shows the JetBlue plane just 100 feet from the ground before it pulls up. This latest incursion comes after a string of close calls, like when a FedEx plane aborted landing in Austin after the tower gave it clearance.
1: Southwest abort. FedEx is on the go.
4: Coming within 100 feet from a Southwest plane that was taking off from the same runway. Are we safe?
7: Absolutely. Ironically,
0: We are getting safer because of these events, because we learn where the close calls are.
4: The FAA has called for a safety summit next month. Lilia Luciano,
2: CBS News, New York. The prosecution and defense in the double murder trial of disgraced former attorney Alec Murdoch have rested. Before both sides present closing arguments, the jury is taking a trip to the crime scene where Murdoch's wife and youngest son were shot to death. CBS's Nikki Batiste reports tonight on what the final witnesses had to say. Before resting their case today, prosecutors called
7: back several witnesses to rebut uh, yes. parts of um, Alex Murdahl's defense, and, and, and among and them Murdahl's former law partner. He was uh, a theatrical type presence in the courtroom, and, and, and he could get very emotional doing closing arguments in front of a jury. But the defense's cross-examination got heated.
1: Are you angry at him for stealing your money?
7: I have no feeling one way or the other. He was grilled about his motive in testifying against Murdoch, who stole millions of dollars from the firm.
1: You are not angry with Alec Murdoch? I have had anger with him, extreme anger,
7: Mr. Hart-Pootlin, because of what he did to my law firm, but you can't walk around with anger. You have to find a way to deal with it. The last witness, a crime scene expert, disputed the defense's theory that the shooter had to be a foot shorter than Murdoch, who is 6'4".
3: Could it have been a six foot four person? It could have been a five four, six
1: four, or in my opinion, a 7'4", as I just demonstrated.
7: The jury will soon begin deliberations in this highly circumstantial case with no recovered murder weapons and no eyewitnesses.
8: We often have crimes which are committed and which there are convictions for where no one is an eye or ear witness and circumstantial evidence carries the day.
7: The jury will visit the Murdall estate where Maggie and Paul were murdered tomorrow morning before closing arguments begin. A sale of that Murdall property is expected to close next week for about $4 million.
2: Nora. What a trial. Nikki Batiste, thank you so much. Another freight train derailed today, this time near Bradenton, Florida. Two tanker cars loaded with propane fuel went off the tracks. No one was hurt, and so far no leaks have been detected. The cause of this wreck is now under investigation. Tonight, growing calls from lawmakers to ban TikTok due to national security concerns. And it comes as government agencies have just 30 days to remove the video sharing app from all federal devices. CBS's Nicole Killing is on Capitol Hill with the new details.
6: It's one of the most popular social media apps in the country with more than 100 million users. But tonight, TikTok isn't getting many likes from Congress
0: tiktok is a threat to our national security
6: congressman michael mccall chairs the house foreign affairs committee which moved forward with his bill to allow the president to potentially ban tiktok nationwide or any software applications considered a national security threat he cautions tiktok's chinese-based parent company ByteDance could be collecting americans
0: personal data tiktok is a backdoor way that the chinese communist party can get into your phone and sensitive data and keystrokes and passwords. It is like putting a spy balloon in your telephone.
6: In a statement, TikTok told CBS News it would be unfortunate if the committee were to censor millions of Americans.
1: TikTok is an entertainment app. Um, we collect less data than many of our peers.
6: Congressman Greg Meeks is a ranking member on the panel. Do you think it's an overreach? Well, yeah, I
5: think that is too broad. You have over a 100- hundred million people basically on TikTok. We want to make sure we get this right. The sunset was absolutely magical.
6: Kay Akben is a TikTok influencer known as the Mom Trotter. She makes about $300,000 a year creating content about her family's RV travels.
7: A band would definitely not only stop the income part, but also me being able to inspire families as well.
6: Dozens of states have already banned TikTok on government-owned devices. Several bills are also making their way through Congress. Expect more scrutiny when TikTok CEO appears before lawmakers next month. Nora?
2: I know some parents of teens who wouldn't miss it. Nicole Killian, thank you. An alarming warning today. A top U.S. defense official told Congress today that Iran would likely be able to produce enough weapons-grade nuclear material for a bomb within about 12 days. The official said Iran has made remarkable progress in its nuclear program since the Trump administration withdrew the United States from that 2015 nuclear deal. With millions of baby boomers retiring each year, the primary focus has been on preparing financially for the years ahead. But many experts say what's just as important is to be mentally prepared. As we continue our series, Retirement Ready, CBS's Janet Shamlin reports on what you can do. One. Andy Ritz thought he was ready for retirement when he left his pediatric
8: practice after 34 years. What's that been like? Well, it's been fun. Um, I'm not gonna say I've enjoyed it, I'm not regretting it. So, mixed feelings. The 64-year-old Ohio man who has four rescue dogs saved enough, but it's his emotional bank that's running low. When I go to bed at night and I say, well, what did I do today that made it a better day for somebody else or for the world? And the answer is usually nothing. Retirement is a seismic life change that can impact mental health. One study suggesting it increases the likelihood of depression.
0: I do have a lot of free time.
8: Ritz started working with Scott Miller, who's in a fast growing industry. He's a retirement coach.
0: People underestimate the amount of
1: change that is about to take place.
8: What does a fulfilled retirement look like?
1: It's about finding meaning, living with purpose, and leaving a legacy.
0: Rediscovering your uniqueness. We
8: Miller says the beginning of retirement, fueled by travel and to-do lists, is often followed by loneliness. Experts say that's why it's important to replace social connections lost in the workplace. Identify and explore new passions, and use your skills to volunteer or mentor others. Find that purpose. Advice Andy Ritz is following. Okay, everybody sit, sit. He's interested in the training required to take Rolo to hospice as a therapy dog. And how important is that, do you think, in your happiness right now? Number one, if I didn't have social connections, I would just stay here in my house and not, not do anything. Preparing emotionally for retirement. Not the end of the road. The start of an open
2: one. Janet Shamley in CBS News, Finley, Ohio. A new study warns that using a popular artificial sweetener could put your heart health at risk. What you need to know, that's next.
1: Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply.
2: What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? In tonight's Health Watch, researchers from the Cleveland Clinic are sounding the alarm about a popular zero-calorie sugar substitute called erythritol. In a study of more than 4,000 people, including many who had cardiovascular issues, researchers found those who had the highest levels of this artificial sweetener in their blood had a heightened risk of heart attack, stroke, and death. Researchers caution, though, that more study on this sweetener is still needed. Well, a major consumer alert, as nearly a million Nissan SUVs are being recalled. We'll tell you why that's next. Tonight, an important consumer alert about an ignition key problem that can shut down an SUV's engine while driving. Nissan is recalling more than 800,000 Rogue and Rogue Sport SUVs that have a jackknife-style ignition key. The models go back to 2014. The company says the key can collapse into a folded position and inadvertently stop the engine. Nissan says it's not aware of any crashes or injuries related to the glitch. All right, we take a trip to the birthplace of jazz and the musician making sure the sound of New Orleans is here to stay. That's next. Finally tonight, while Mardi Gras celebrations have ended, the music never stops in the Big Easy. CBS's Jamie Wax caught up with a New Orleans jazz legend who's inspiring the next generation of musicians.
5: When it comes to the sounds of New Orleans, Troy Andrews knows a tune or two about it. Better known as Trombone Shorty, he made history at just four years old when he performed at Jazz Fest, then led his own brass band at the age of six, and joined Lenny Kravitz on tour as a teen, where his career really took off.
0: I mean, back in the swing era, there there were a few trombone players who led bands. Yeah. But in your generation, that's almost unheard of.
5: Yeah, well, you know, some people don't even know what a trombone is, but being in New Orleans, the brass is king here. In the city where brass is king, Andrews led his very own Mardi Gras parade this month and has helped thousands of young musicians through his organization, the Trombone Shorty Foundation. I wanted to be able to reach kids citywide that don't have that experience that I had growing up in Treme and give them an opportunity to learn from some of the best New Orleans musicians. Could that kid who picked up that trombone imagine this life for himself? I just knew that I wanted to play music, and from that, it, here we are. and It is a, a complete blessing.
0: Jamie Wax for CBS News, New Orleans, baby.
2: A blessing to be shared, indeed. Well, that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night.